Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the 1894 podcast. We are recording on, well, relatively late for us, so I am a little bit tired, but and I am a little bit tired of um, well, that result because Bristol City have drawn 1 1 away at Huddersfield, and we're sitting here after yet another disappointing outcome. Maybe not so notch and display, uh, which I was encouraged by a little bit, but the outcome, yet again, is not going our way. As usual, I am joined here by Matisse to talk all things um, Liam Manning's Cider Army. Uh, Matisse, how are you doing? Yeah, again, just disappointed. It feels like another missed opportunity, more drop points against not great sides who aren't in amazing form and are at that bottom end of the table. So, yeah, we, we didn't play terribly. I thought we created a few chances. Didn't look like we dominated the ball a bit better. We, we had more possession, but again, we just didn't have the cutting edge and then a mistake leads to a goal to them. And then, yeah, we, we in the end, we don't have enough to, to go and get the win. But you can see it yeah, as a point, but then, yeah, it's against teams like Huddersfield. It, it was a disappointing result. No disrespect to Huddersfield in the slightest, but if you look at our, if you look at their league position, um, City. If we are going to be serious about challenging for the top six, which at the moment just it's not looking like it, we're anywhere near the consistency levels for it. But if we were, if we are, gotta be beating. We've got to get past and get through these games, which are going to be tricky. You know, Huddersfield in a bit of recent. Recent form has been relatively good for, for town, but when you look at it, you've got to go and just, just beat them, um, even if it's a tight game, a cagey game. Um, this was the starting 11 for Bristol City, and once again, it raised a few eyebrows, uh, a few individuals who in there maybe possibly shouldn't be. Um, Max O'Leary in goal, obviously. Now, that was... On first glance, it was a back four, but it wasn't. It was a back three. It was George Tanner, Rob Dickey, Zach Viner in in, in the three centre-back positions. Sam Bell was playing left wing back. If I can remember this right, Sam Bell was playing left wing back. James Williams um, in the midfield. And then it was, um, I, think it was I think it was Andy Viman on the right, um, although that was kind of interchanging a little bit. Um, Knight. Conway and uh, Mark Sykes up top. So, Matisse, when, what was your first reaction when you saw that team? A few surprises in there, maybe not, you know, maybe one notable exclusion, which I was very surprised about. Yeah, just the, the two main changes that he made um, of Pring and Gardner Hickman was just, a, baffled me just a little bit. Um, Sam Bell as a left wing back, I don't know, um, doesn't really... Not, not really for me. I think Pring, he hasn't been like amazing, but I think he's he's good enough to to start. And Gardner Hickman has been great. And so I, I'm, I know Williams has come back from injury now, but to bring him straight into the starting lineup now, well, he's been back what two games now? I yeah. Think. He, yeah, he came on. Yeah, last game. Yeah, bit bit confused, but yeah, I'm not 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 exactly sure why I did that. I thought maybe we could bring Mehmeti in. Um, and then play Pring at that left wing back. Um, and then Gardner Hickman instead of Williams is what I would have done. But I mean, the, the manager does what, what, he, what he wants to do. But yeah, I, I wasn't entirely, I, I think most City fans are a bit confused um, on, on those decisions. But yeah. Uh, this was the uh, hosts lineup. It was Maxwell in goal. So no um, Lee Nichols, who was one of their best players actually a couple of years ago. Uh, Tom Lees, Mikhail Helic, Tomati Pearson as the back three. Josh Karoma, who's naturally a winger at left wing back. Uh, David Kasumu, Jonathan Hogg, Ben Wiles in midfield. Uh, Jaheim Hedley, uh, if I'm not butchered that, on uh, right wing back. And Danny Ward, who's a you know, staple of this division. And Delano Bergzorg, who is the unknown quantity, um, up top. And he actually got Huddersfield's um, first goal. So up until that point, I'd say we were the dominant side. We were in the ascendancy. Um, but I always kind of, in the back of my mind, was when I was going, don't commit too many men forward. Don't get commit too many men forward. Yeah, you've got the possession. Don't commit too many men forward. Because did you watch the um, 
West Brom Leicester game. Um, I think it was last week. Um, what for, for Leicester's goal at the um... Leicester's second goal at the, yeah. at the death. The West Brom equalised, so they were dominant and they equalised and they were like, right, we can make a winner here. We've got five six minutes left. Everyone forward and they were in the ascendancy. Leicester were on the back foot, but what they didn't realise was, oh no, we've got one centre back um, just left against two uh, two quality players, um, and ultimately that's what happened. We worked the set piece, goes out to Tanner. Um, it, sorry, failed set piece, goes up to Tanner. Normally, he just puts the ball in or he chops inside on his left, puts it back on his right, and then puts the ball in. Tanner, though, makes a complete meal of it. Um, hits it against the charging man. Um, and I think that's Kasumu. Kasumu beats him for pace. And David Kasumu is not even that quick. Um, George Tanner's absolutely skinned. Uh, really, really poor from him. Gets in, plays it into uh, think of Delano Bergzorg, who is it? Andy, is it? Sorry, is it Zach Viner? Back I think it was Matty James. Matty James, uh, that's even better then. Um, Matty James, then, uh, who's our one player back. Um, we're obviously trying to run back and race back, but it's just not, it's not going to happen. Um, Max is completely exposed, really. Um, and when you have Matty James as the only person back. And you've committed that many men forward, always suspect of the counter-attack, and with a pace Bergs or Kaz, you're going, it's not like we're chasing an equal, we're not chasing a winner here, be sensible about it, it's just naive, I think. Yeah, I think we got a bit too ahead of ourselves, and similar to, yeah, like you, like you mentioned, the West Brom game, they they would have looked at that game, and a point is, is massive on that, and then committing too many people forward, and then then you end up losing the game. Um but yeah, I thought I thought we started well. Um, straight away in the first twenty seconds, we were through on goal, and mm-hmm. Sykes nearly got it. He kind of missed his footing, and then it were got yeah. I think a defender hit it, and then went out for a corner. But yeah, we looked we looked good. We looked on the front foot, creating some chances in there. Conway had a couple moments. Yeah, I think he brought it out a bit too wide a couple of times, and then made that angle a bit too hard for himself. And then I think yeah, he had the side netting and just couldn't really uh, get anything on goal. But yeah, that just conceding that just really disappointing. Just, just ten. I'm not really sure. I mean, I, you can see what he's trying to do, but yeah, the closing man sticks the foot up, and yeah, they get us on the counter. Nothing really, Max can do. Not, not nothing really, Matty James can do either. I mean, he tries to close him down, but in those situations, it's bound to be a goal. Um, but yeah, one nil down, and again, we were being we were the more dominant side, and then. We're looking ourselves, and yeah, we're already down, and yeah, what twenty four minutes in, and now we're on the back foot. So yeah, pretty pretty disappointing. Did you also think that for those first, I'd say for the first half in general, um, the complaint, the major complaint was against Norwich. Well, we went, we it was dragged back to one one by them, and then it was only us really in the game in terms of possession. And we didn't really pass it forward at a great pace. I thought that was not the case at all against Huddersfield. I thought we moved the ball left to right really, really quickly. I thought we passed it forward really quickly. I thought Matthew James got in some excellent positions. I thought Knight um, got himself both sides brilliantly. I thought Sam Bell was outstanding on the left-hand side. Not, not necessarily in the final ball, but getting in those positions and then you know the ability to create this chance create the space for that ball to be put in. I thought we were magnificent. And yeah, I thought Andy Vyman was really good as well, which I was yeah. which I which I say was the other surprise in the team team selection. Um he was really poor against Norwich, but he was really good, I'd say, for that first half in particular and got the assist for that that equalizer. Um but yeah, we we picked up some brilliant positions. We had a lot of space, notably. That was down to Huddersfield's, you know, uh reluctancies to get forward and press high. But um, and committed to high press, but I thought we were really, really proactive and had some good openings. Um, and I think, I think a lot can be said from the shots we had outside the box, or well, we could have had a shot outside the box very easily, but we instead just just had to pass and move it off. Um, I think that's a sign when a team is you know really dominating the ball and have has a team hemmed in. 
when that when those spaces appear outside the box. Did you do you agree? I thought we were really, really good in possession, especially in that first half, and a massive improvement um from that Norwich game. Yeah, no, definitely. I felt yeah, on the ball, a bit more sharper, created a lot more chances. And we've seen throughout the last few games, I remember at the start of the season, the lack of shots and shots on target was insane. But we've been getting we've been getting them off recently. I mean, what today we had 15 shots, four on target, but yeah, we it was good to see on on the ball. Yeah, bit just a bit more of attacking threat, um, and just yeah, getting into dangerous positions. I thought yeah, Knight and Sykes on the right hand side that was really good there. It's yeah, like I said in the in the first 20 seconds, and then yeah, got another couple chances as well. One, I think yeah, Sykes played a ball across uh, the face of the goal, but then yeah, Conway couldn't get anything on the end of that, but. It looked positive. It's just, again, the clinicality and we could be scoring one or two goals in the first half and then everything changes, but then just one mistake and then the game flips on its head because you can look at that and defensively we were pretty we were pretty okay. I mean, Huddersfield didn't really have that much um, going forward, I thought, in the game. they I don't really remember any massive moments other than, um, other than the, their goal. Um, which came from yeah, a, a mistake from Tanner, which was came in the own goal last week as well. Um, but no, overall, it's more positive to see how we're playing. Um, but it's always about the results. But then again, for the long term, it's it is what you want to see. And I felt like a game against Huddersfield, and normally we we both predicted this sort of dull, and we wouldn't be able to get anything forward or play. A, a good style of football, but I, I thought, yeah, I thought we were good, and but we just should have put more of our chances away and maybe creating a few more obvious, yeah, obvious moments. Yeah. No, I agree, and as, as I said, I thought our players put, especially our, especially Matty James, and I'm really gonna um, praise him here. I thought he was really, really good um, in terms of getting the ball in some really good positions. Um, yeah, uh, generally, um, first half positive, and how you went one nil, one nil down, and never, I think, after the goal for Huddersfield, we let our heads drop, and that again is a massive positive. Um, and that mentality is a is, is going to be a massive thing because at points when we play this, you know, we are if we are going to play this, you know, really possession based football under Manning, I'm sorry. We will play this really possession-based football on the Manning. Um, we are going to be suspect to a few, you know, games where you're going, how are we not ahead here? How are we, how are we not scored? Um, so the mentality thing is going to be massive. Um, and teams are going to sit in, just not because, you know, it's Bristol City or um, because the combat, this style of play. So that is that is a massive, massive thing. Um, and the first, second half, brilliant start. And... The goal was a bit of just ridiculous quality from our centre back. Uh, Do you want to walk us through that? Just magnificent pass. Yeah, it, it, it was beautiful. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of the opposite of what's happened over the past few games. We've gone in ahead at the break. Um, well, we went in ahead of the break uh, against Norwich and then the start of the second half was poor again against Middlesbrough as well. We were two 0 up and then we scored, we conceded two early, early goals in the second half. But yeah, well, clearly the team talk um, worked this time and um, yeah, straight off the block, 46th minute, Dickey with a beautiful pass um, to the left-hand side uh, where he finds Vyman. And yeah, like you said earlier, Vyman really showed like that he still has some quality and I thought he, I thought he played well. And yeah, yeah, he he gets on the left hand side, lays it just across um across to Conway, finds him nicely, and then Conway yeah he takes it first time, quite close to the keeper, but um under was a good shot and yeah one one um a well created goal, brilliant creativity from from Dickey and we opened them up. Conway found the space, Vyman with an accurate pass and yeah it's it's a good goal and then I'm thinking okay. We've capitalised. It's one-one now. We have the whole rest of the second half to push on um, and find a winner, which obviously was the hope um, that never occurred. But yeah, it, it was a good goal, and for Conway as well to get back on the score sheet, 
since um, Rotherham, which has been quite a fair. F- no, well, he scored, he scored against time. Norwich. Norwich, no, Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough, yeah, he got he got the penalty against Middlesbrough. Sorry, but um, for uh, open play goal, it's been um quite a while since Rotherham, and just for him as well to get back back on, um, yeah, get the ball back at uh, the back of the net again. But yeah, well, yeah, a, a good goal overall. Yeah, just a ridiculous pass from Rob Dickey. And if you haven't seen it, watch it. And you'll not stop watching it because it is beautiful. Um, and that's what he's been doing really for QPR or what he did for QPR, especially in that first season where they were a ball, you know, ball dominant side. Every time he got the ball in advanced areas, either hit a beautiful shot or made that sort of pass. And he's got it in him. So what a pass. Um, and then Vyman, please for him as well, who I thought had a brilliant first half, um, to lay it on a plate, really, for Tommy Conway. Um, and yeah, good to see Tommy Conway on the score sheet again. After that, um, create chances. Didn't, did we have a massive, massive, like, really, really big opening? Maybe one um, from maybe Tommy Conway has a chance, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering right. But apart from that, Really, I think we we did play well on the ball and create. I, th- I feel like we created a lot of half chances throughout the game. There weren't any completely clear cut co- opportunities um, from the first half when it went across goal. I think after Mimetti came on as well, mm. there was a shot there, and then I just feel like Conway's finishing hasn't true like I, I know he's an amazing striker and obviously those finishes against Rotherham were incredible but since then his finishing I feel like and his shooting during games just kind of hasn't really convinced me too much I feel like today as well there was one chance where we were on the attack it was offside in the end but in the moment I feel like somebody yes why is it yeah, too to be scoring those 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 opportunities and he kind of hits it straight at the keeper um, and he's done that a couple of times, I felt like, over over the last few games. Um, but yeah, well, it was offside, but yeah, a couple opportunities here and there. Um you said not... the you said the Anis one. That was a that was a really good chance because he beat the man first time and he, in typical Anis fashion, he tries to beat him about five times when he didn't really have to. <laughs> yeah, he beat he beat him the first time, he should have just had a shot after that, and he just he sat there going, Stop trying to Stop trying to, you know, literally just out trick him five times. You don't need to do that. He's beating him once. He's shown his quality. Just leather it. Try and try and beat Maxwell from that position, or put it across the box into some. If you cut, if you think the shot's not on, put it across the box um, for someone to get on the end of. And it's just, and it, and it gets cleared away. And it's like, yeah, you got to do better there. Um, it, it's annoying. Again, yeah, just a lack of kind of composure and maturity i feel like from from anis because he, he he's a, he's an amazing player on the ball but then he needs to know when to place the pass or take the shot um because yeah again that was a big chance but um other than that there weren't many clear and open opportunities for us i felt um but we were always i feel like on the front foot with the ball but couldn't get too much going. Um, Sam Bell was with a couple of long shots. Sam Bell in the first half went had one flying. Um, and then Sykes, Sykes as well did have did have one outside the box. It wasn't too far off. Um, it's a very windy day, so um, oh, yeah. a, a lot of rain. But yeah, Sam, Sam Bell overall, I, I don't know. He's you, still. You, t- you tell me. You tell me. Is he going to be effective in the system? As of now, and as of the last few games, it, it's just yeah, it's it's sad to see because I thought this would be a an amazing season for him. Um, he he was just working hard throughout the summer, and he ended off last season brilliantly. He, he was actually a top; he's been our top goal scorer this calendar year as well. Um, I think it it would take time. We're still only what we've done five. We've had five games with Manning. Um, I wouldn't count QPR, so I'd say four, really. Um. <laughs> Uh, I'm not counting Norwich either, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's still time um, to come. And I think he will settle in eventually. It's just he hasn't been great as of now. And I think, I think realistically, I think we should give Anis um, a shot and see if he can um, really get his um, shooting boots. So, well, well, just, just mature as a player. And, like, because we want to see what we can actually get out of Anis and that, that signing. Because... 
him and Cornick have kind of been just kind of like used as impact subs. I mean, Cornick, he hasn't really, other than his long throws, which of course we, we never mind a long throw from Cornick. Um, but other than that, and Anis, I think, well, he's got one goal, I think, against uh, Stoke, was it? Yeah, uh, I think that that's kind of... And he, and he put that um, beautiful oh, ball in Rob against Dickey. Wigan. Yeah. yeah, no, for Atkinson. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, last year against one Wigan, when we got that one-one draw uh, last year. Well, that was that's been it really, um, and that Stoke goal you mentioned. So we need to see more from we need to see more from Anis because mm. if you remember, we paid at the time a relatively hefty fee, a million pound is not is not cheap for Bristol City. So you, you're looking at it going, it's really going to work. I mean, I'm hoping it does because Anis is. A brilliant footballer um but and and i remember him being you know taunted as the next big thing in league one under gareth ainsworth and wickham um and he was really good there you know really bright sharp and just way too good technically for that division but it's not really shown it at, at the moment but also i think i've said this before we need to we need to actually give alice mametti starts because otherwise he's just not going to in my opinion, mature because he's so young still, and we forget that he's not 25, 26, where you know he's a young, he's not even a youngster anymore. He's like 21, 22, maybe. So you're looking at it going, you've got to give him starts. That's the only way he's going to get a used to this new system, manning um, his teammates, really. Because if every time 15, 20 minutes off the bench, I don't think it's going to do him any good and doesn't, and frankly, doesn't give him enough time in a team where, let's be honest, is not going to. Well, or at least under Pearson was not creating tons and tons of chances each game, so had to had to be given starts, um, in my opinion. Um, apart from that, I'd say decent away point. Bigger context though, a little bit angry, a little bit frustrated um, at the result. Honestly, hopefully that is a good starting point, like a good you know good. Um, Good foundation to go into the next game against Blackburn, uh, which we'll talk, which we will talk about in a minute, because I think we really, as I said before, really showed good clear progressions in terms of our passing play. So if we can improve that even further, you never know. Maybe, maybe a surprise result at Ewood Park. Yeah, uh, just to wrap up on the Huddersfield game, I think there's been quite quite a few games throughout the season where you look at it and you're like. Missed opportunity, points were dropped, and though those all add up um, at the end of the season, but then again, I think if we look at the the long term, um, I did put us to finish sixth, but let's all be realistic. Um, it's it's t- this season for Manning to kind of integrate his style of play, and if we're seeing improvements on the pitch in terms of performance, then I think that's more optimistic than the, the results. Um, should be uh, at this moment in time, I think. But obviously, we want the three points week in, week out. Um, and I do think it will come. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like some of the City fans, I don't know how long they're going to give Manning. I think if we're going for this well-branded, good type of football, I think that's that's always the, the goal. And we've, we've started to create more chances and that's well, you want now it's just about finishing them but it's a good starting block that you only you can only score if you create um chances so yeah i think you have to give it at least to um well, well let them have the january transfer window and and everything but before you can start saying manning out and everything like that then yeah i'm i'm right giving now i'm till, giving him till the end of january no yeah. as in like for 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 city fans, they they, they were already on the back of him after QPR, which was oh well, I'm not surprised, but it's it's us, it's us like seriously, yeah. what you expect um, from football fans. Although, for, for the fans that aren't as patient as others, I'm giving him. Um, I'm, I'm I I the fact that from, from I'm not like, putting any time frame on it. I put a time frame on Pierce, and that didn't work. I'm not putting mm-hmm. time frame on anything at the moment because I'm just giving him. I'm I'm hoping for him to be telling me in. I don't know what an X amount of time going. All right, the players are fully on board with these sets of ideas. Whether it's new players completely, find out, I suppose. Um, but I want him to communicate with fans, saying, "All right, 
plan here plan here is to do this and i'm good i'm 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 already on it basically um and um i'm basically there in terms of what i want to do and i'm really confident the city team is going to do it or the fans clearly see in a couple of months time or whatever clear progression in terms of the style of play and the clear patterns of play and i want to walk out of ashton gate every other week going that's better than last time that's better than last time even if the result isn't better than last time that's better than last time okay that was better i want to do that instead of oh, well why we did that last week why didn't we do that this week so you, you, you get what I mean. I, I'm not putting a time frame on anything at the moment because I think um, this city group is very, very mixed, very different, a lot of different abilities. I think a lot of players are suited to the system. Some maybe not so much uh, who are still starting. So we don't know. Um, but we need to give him time. End of story, in my opinion. There's no second ways about it. If you're manning out by now or or, or are like really unsure about him, tough because he's not going to go anywhere anywhere so might as well back him uh he's just coming to the club so you know uh you've got to give him time and the story yeah yeah no exactly I, as in i mean opinion wise for manning i think you i think we can't give our opinion on him just yet um about like the style of play and everything because it's been what a month no two just uh, yeah well just know. over a month just over a month, yeah. Um, as in for p- opinion, you, I think it's, it still needs time to see what you can uh, bring. But Leia, like you said, at the end of the day, we have what we have in front of us, and he's our manager, and he's said to us that he's going to try and bring this brand of football that is good to watch, and that's what football is all about. If we're, it, it excites us, it makes us want to watch the game and and see our team play well, which is, which, yeah, which is all what's all about so yeah we have him right now we just have to back him just give him our support because there's no point moaning and everything he's he's not gonna he's not gonna leave anytime soon so we just yeah we have to support him and the team and um yeah back the boys but um yeah last thing on the yeah we were talking about transfers and anis i feel like he has um a lot of potential and obviously we know that whereas with cornick i feel like that that can be kind of a dead end um with with him i feel like with mimeti there's so much there that he can improve on and mature but um yeah i i feel like our signings overall have have been mixed um with pearson because obviously manning hasn't made any um but rob dickey um taylor garner hickman and jason knight have been outstanding um and our key players right now ross mccrory Obviously, we still have to wait, um, but I'm really excited for him, and I'm hoping that he can really impact us. Um, Hayden Roberts, though, he's been unlucky. He's had an injury we don't really know um, right now. Well, we, but... we haven't seen him under Manning yet, so exactly. hope maybe he's a different, completely different player. Maybe he's deployed in a different position completely. Um, we don't know, so I'll give him time as well, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, overall... Yeah, at the end of the day, it's it is a point on the board. The the yeah, the, I, I, we were talking about it before the podcast, but yeah, the the I know we're not looking at the, the the playoffs, but a lot of points have been dropped in the last two game weeks, um, and there was a lot to offer there. And we look at the oppositions of Norwich and Huddersfield, and they are beatable from um, from like from, from us. Um, but yeah, again, miss, missed opportunities at, at, at both games, but we are improving our our style of play and yeah it's just about progress and we'll get at the end of it but we've got another game thick and fast again midweek and next weekend so yeah uh any any more thoughts on the Huddersfield game or should we i think at one point we could have gone um 10th maybe in the league um and that i think that might be before watford um got the equalizer maybe maybe off i don't know um oh yeah no yeah so, we would have been so Lost, yeah. Southampton got their goal relatively late, didn't they? So, um, yeah. No, so I, I think, think we could. No, I what, think yeah, we could. I think we could on. No, I mean yeah, scored. I think, yeah. I think <laughs> if I can speak, uh, I think we could have gone tenth, which which is basically what we're saying. Um, which is not bad. Um, and uh, I'd say anywhere between tenth, you know, about fourteenth, and if you win. For, three four games and you're always within touching distance of the playoffs um unless it's a ridiculous year um but 
It's a shame. How many points off sixth are we right now? Four. Um, which is Only not a four. lot. So we were five off going into the game week and we got one point and no no one no one gained points, which was very surprising. And then Seriously? Yeah, I know. Oh All the results went our way two weeks on the, on the bounce. And then we look at our games and we look back to Stoke and Norwich and games like today. And you're like, if we, 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 we don't make that one mistake or we get that goal and we can be sitting in seventh, one point off or in sixth place even. Um, but at the end of the day, it's if, buts and maybes. But um, yeah, still only four points. And like you said, just a little bit of a, a run and you could be right up there. Right. Let's move on to Blackburn because they are ridiculously goal scoring happy. Um, and we'll talk about Sammy Smodich as well because we love Sammy Smodich. Um, Lee Johnson didn't fancy him. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, Blackburn away should be a. I think it's two sides, hopefully, anyway, that are attacking uh, or attacking minded. Um, Blackburn are definitely. You know, a really, really acting mind team. Um, they've got some good players in there as well. Um, what are your general thoughts, your first gut instincts going into this game? It's, yeah, it's obviously not going to be easy. They have um, lost their last two games, so that could help. I mean, it was against Leeds today, so um, that's obviously never going to be easy. But they did lose against the, the Sheffield Wednesday, who have won their last... Two games now, and they've they've uh, overtaking. They're, the, they're, the, they're off the bottom, yeah. They're off the bottom. Ah, so unbeaten in three. Um, so yeah, no no words for that. But yeah, um, Blackburn are a very good team. They have got the fifth most goals in the um in the league, and yeah, away from home. I mean, we had good memories from last year. There, remember the start of the season, we um won three two. Remember the Naki Wells goal? Yeah, we were really good that day. That was we, really three, 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 two flattened Blackburn so much. We should have won that game three nil. Really, we were brilliant that day. Um, yeah, that was brilliant. But yeah, um, looking, yeah, oh yeah, wow, oh yeah, wow. Sammy Smodix is the is top goal scorer for the championship. Didn't even know yeah, that. He is, yeah. He won, I think he won, did he win player of the month? Maybe one player of the month, but I'm not sure. Probably did. Yeah, he did. He did. Fair play. Um, so yeah, they they obviously know how to score. However, we do have one of the better defensive sides in the league, so hopefully we can prevent them from too much, but is away from home, so it's not gonna be easy. However, yeah, like like we, we talked about the Huddersfield game, the just the style of play, creating a few more chances on the ball. I think it's going to be a tie game. It could go either way, to be honest. Um, but hopefully we can kind of carry the performance a bit from today. Um, just a bit more clinicality. And it'll be interesting to see how he changes the lineup, if he does at all. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, um, I'd expect a few changes. I think that's why Mark Sykes went off a little bit earlier, to be honest, in this um in this in today's game, just to preserve him probably for the game against uh, Blackburn. Um, it's another away trip, which is um, not fun for the players, I suppose, in a way, um, because that's two consecutive trips up north. I, I reckon. Do, do, do you think they stay there? If you if you had to, I'm not sure. I would be it's, it's Tuesday night as well, isn't it? Which is a bit annoying. Uh, if it was a Wednesday night, definitely not. But Tuesday, maybe, maybe it's what well, Sunday. It's a one-hour drive. No. It's a one-hour drive away. No, they'd stay there probably. Then they'd stay there. They'd stay up north. And, um, yeah, I think that's a bit pointless if they go back just because of training. Um, mm. Yeah, they'd be stuck off on there. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, going to be a tough game. Blackburn are very high-scoring. They are hunting down those playoff positions and they are closer to it than us um and they've got some good players up top as well uh, they've got some smallish up top um and they've not really got a recognized number nine which is a bit which is a problem in today's game against leeds where they had tons of chances didn't really get um didn't get it how harry harry leonard who's a number nine um 
you can benchmark many of them. And if, honestly, if they had a proper number nine, Blackburn would be thriving at the moment, I think. Um, ever since Brand Barton Diaz left, um, it's, been a bit of, it's been a bit of a problem. But think, I think, think they're still a very good side. They will cause City a lot of problems. And I think against, I don't know if I said this earlier, but I might have said this off camera, but I think City found it hard to deal with the quick, strong, direct runners of Huddersfield, especially De Delano Bergsorg and Josh Cromer, um, who I thought were really good for Huddersfield, not necessarily in terms of taking someone on, just, just running at our defence. And because we're so open in possession, it's going to take us a little bit of time to you know compress and then go forwards again. Um, and then retrieve into the, into our back to our, uh, our possession shape. So it's always going to be there's going to, there's going to be uncertainty in those little gaps. And if Huddersfield can take advantage of them, um, I think Blackburn can as well. So if Sammy Smolich gets on the ball and just starts running. That's going to be a bit of a problem. Um, they've got some good runners in there. I'm not overly confident for this game just because of Blackburn's. I think nippiness, and they've got a really good attacking record at Ewood Park as well. Um, do you want to do score predictions now, or yeah, sure. How, how do you think we'd set up though? What, 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 what would you change? Or I don't think he's going to change anything. Um, in terms of personnel, maybe, but I don't think we're going to change anything in terms of how we set up. I mean, that's oh, no, as in, as in like, yeah, I mean, like lineup wise, lineup wise. Well, um, he has no other, op- he has no other options apart from that back three at the moment. Um, might be looking at campering instead of Sam Bell. Um, I think he'll keep Sykes, Conway, and um, Vyman. Maybe not Vyman, actually. Maybe maybe bring Ameti in for this one. Um, but Sykes, definitely. I think that's why he was subbed off early today, um, early-ish. Um, Conway up top, Wait, I'd say. Was it, it wasn't no injury, was he just, what, tired out? He was just rested, I think. No, he's just rested for this one, for this game, just so he's fit, because he's one of my better players than he sucks. It's, I, I understand sometimes when managers take off players for rest but in in the situation where it's 1-1 and he's been well I think one the, the best player if not like one of the best players in that game creating a few chances I don't know I felt like he could be could have been the difference if if he played a bit longer but... to be fair to be fair we were struggling a little bit going back um and campering is obviously a better defender than Mark Sykes so I could also see his argument um and he's not he's not going to change shape or you know shape in possession um for, for, for love nor money he's not going to change it for anything so i don't 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 particularly think that was you could read too much into that um yeah i, I think he was saved for this game just so no injuries and we are obviously missing a few you know key senior players at the moment atkinson mccrory um Naki Wells, so it, it, it's it's not it's not easy for Matt Manning. Um, apart from that, Knight, James, um, Joe Williams was brilliant. I thought today, I thought he was magnificent. So he's going to play. Um, I hope he plays anyway. Um, but how you fit Taylor Gordon Hickman to that side as well? That's a good problem to have, I think. Um, good problem to have, I'd say. Um, Midfield is finally showing some sort of signs of life. Um, maybe he takes Andy Vyman out for potentially moving Sam Bell up the pitch or um, bringing in Asmometi. I don't, I don't honestly, don't honestly know. Um, so yeah, I'd go with same back three. Com, sorry, same back three of Tanner, Viner, Dickey in possession. Obviously, um, I think he goes with Knight. Um, sorry, he goes to James Williams in midfield just because they were brilliant. And again, Williams, same as Sykes, was taken off a little bit earlier. Didn't do complete full 90 minutes for the rest and with injury record as well. Yeah, Nick I think Williams was more as well the fact that he's still just coming into to game time as well. Vyman is really good, but he might be looking at, you know, making giving him a rest. So he probably, he probably puts Campering in there um, and then drops Campering back and moves Sam Bell up the pitch. I don't know. Conway up top, Sykes, um, and then Jason Knight. I'd say probably think about you... about what we get oh, about where we are. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the lineup of the game, and on on Footmob they put um, Sam Bell in, in the DM role, 
Um, yeah, they, they, have, they, have, <laughs> they have no clue. But what, what I'd say is, and yeah, in possession, I'd, I'd actually think to fit, um, to fit um, Gardner Hickman in, you could, but th- the fact is then when you're in possession, I, I was thinking you could replace Tanner with Gardner Hickman, but then in possession, you were not putting um, Taylor, yeah, in, in that centre-back. However, you could could move maybe Pring inwards, so like Pring, Dickie Viner, and then maybe Sam Bell or Anis at the left wing, um, left wing back, and then maybe to, yeah, m- maybe something like that. Um, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd reckon yeah, definitely Joe Williams, um, to start, and I'd say yeah, Mehmeti and Pring to come back in. I would, um. And obviously, yeah, Tom, Tommy up front and Jason Knight um, are given. But yeah, it should be interesting. But we're, we're starting to... Get, when is Naki supposed to come back? Um, well, he's not going to be this midweek because, well, Cal yeah. Nason said he, was going to, he wasn't going to be this week. So there you go. Um, there's another injury. Cal Nason, he's not available either. Mm. Um, well, he was on, yeah. on Robin's TV. Um, he was on Robin's TV and he confirmed that after the game. He said, oh, Naki's not going to be available this week. Um, which I'm sure Manning is loving. Um, it says, yeah. Yeah, yeah, late December. Um, late December, so what? Okay, no, I, I thought we were still in October, to be honest. It's not December, it doesn't feel like <laughs> I was moved uh, way too quickly, I swear to God. Um, two months. Yeah, go on, score prediction then. Thought, yeah. Um, for, the, for this game. Well, l- looking, when we looked at the, the block of five, which we'll do again at the end of, um, well, we could do it because we'll, we'll our next podcast will be after the. Um, well, who do we play? We'll do it after Sunderland, shall we? We'll do it after Sunderland. After Sunderland, yeah, we're playing Sunderland next weekend. Um, but we said seven points. Well, we obviously lost against Southampton and Norwich, but for this game, it's interesting. I, I say we don't lose, um, and I think we can go there, um, build on our performance. However, with Blackburn's goal scoring threat. I just see them scoring, um, obviously scoring some a few goals, and just with our lack of um, goal scoring, like chances and clinicality, I feel like we won't have enough to outdo them um, with with goal scored in the game. So I think I'm going to go for another draw, um, and I think I'm maybe a, a, another one-one draw. I'd say um, Sammy Smodix um, and. Who who shall I say for us? Um, Vyman, Vyman, maybe off the bench if 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 it's not. Awesome. Well, yeah, when Sammy Smodic was at Peterborough, he scored two against us in that game. If you remember, was it? Um, you remember that three-two? Uh, Chris Martin Chris went sliding. Martin, his little <laughs> yeah went sliding off in celebration um, late on. Um, I think he was going to score again. He's just bound to. Um, just inevitable. Um, I'll go for a two-two draw. Uh, I think I think we finally, hopefully, anyway, stop putting some of our chances away. Um, and well, Tommy Conway said. Well, Tommy and Tommy and uh, Liam Manning said. Um, do, actually, you know what? Stop, stop there. Do we call Liam Manning Liam Manning, or do we call Liam Manning Liam? Um, are we are we on a first name basis with him or anything? Um, I don't care. I like we always said Nigel. We always said Big Nigel, Big Nigel, Nigel. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if we're if we're there. You know what? You know what? Get us a second win. Get us a win on Tuesday, and we'll call him the end. Win three 0 Dominate seventy percent possession. I'm calling you whatever you want, Liam Manning. Um, what? Yeah. Um. Anyways, realm of fantasies there. Um. Yeah, but my point was, Liam Manning and Tommy Conway both said that I think the goals are going to come for, well, Conway and for the team, because no team, in my opinion, or their opinion, in my opinion as well, I share their opinion, is going to create that many chances not going to start converting eventually. Um, mm. There is that pattern. Hopefully, further on in the season or maybe the next season, we start to smash, smash a few teams, and I think that's going to come eventually. Um, that's exciting. Um but for this one, I'm going to go for 2-2 purely because of Blackburn's attacking threats. Even though they didn't score against Leeds, they should have done. Um, really, if they had a proper number nine, they would have done as well. So, 
they go. Um, and they, another, unfortunately for Blackburn, they just came up against Leeds, who have ridiculous quality in their front four um, as well. So, you know, they're unlucky for them. Um, yeah, I'll go 2-2 draw. And I'll take that, to be honest, uh, at Blackburn. Always a tough game at Ewood Park. And I don't think we have, we have the greatest record there. We might have a deep... We lost there in, in a while. Did we, did we not play Blackburn away um, first game after lockdown? I think look, looking here on the stats, we, we haven't lost um, in our last six um, games against them. We've won three and drawn three. Um, what, just in general? Both home yeah, and away? Yeah, yeah both home and Ooh, away. That's we, all right, then. Which, is, which is good, but we haven't won an away game in our last five matches. Um, yeah, okay, that's what happened. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, don't, I don't see us winning, but you never know. Um, and at the end of the day, it'll be hopefully a yeah, good game, high scoring, um, similar to last year. Um, yeah, we hope we nick a win. And then, yeah, that, again, the whole table can change there in that kind of, well, their 11th place right now, two points off, off the top six. Um, but yeah, hopefully we can bounce back and then get through this Christmas period, I'd say, just not losing too many. Hopefully we can just get by with a few couple wins here and there. Um, and then we'll get to the January. Key players back. Yeah, exactly. are kind of come back within the next four or five weeks, um, and then the January transfer window as well. And then hopefully by then we implement the fully implement Liam Manning ball, um, and the goals start coming. And then finish sixth place at the end of the season. Maybe do a cheeky uh, Wembley run, and, <laughs> and and next August it's uh, Liverpool away. Um, <laughs> that's the... Liverpool away, that's too easy, mate. What are you on about? I want, I want some we, we got West Ham away anyway in, in January. Um, oh, we're playing them on a Sunday as well, aren't we? Christ, oh. yeah, that's gonna be fun for our traveling fans. Um, brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't want to go off on a tangent because frankly, I'm a bit, a bit fed up of City at the moment. <laughs> um, despite that performance today, um, Blackburn away. Yeah, go on. Any other? Well, yeah, obviously Sheffield Wednesday won. I'm just looking at the other results now. Ipswich yeah, winning again. Yeah. Leeds have been on good form as well. How, how many points are Leeds off now? Still seven, to be fair. It's quite a big mark. Yeah, Ipswich don't, won't stop winning. That's the thing. Yeah, I know. Leeds Everyone's win five in a row. Ipswich will win six in a row. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Everyone's been it's saying that both teams they, they, just, they, they just keep winning. Um, they don't stop. Realistically, um, Three three teams could fin well, one team will finish on, I think, hundred points. And then two teams I think will probably finish on ninety plus points. And one of them's not gonna get promoted automatically. And you're going, What? Um it's it's mental how the record is. And yeah. I don't want to go off on a tangent because I can't be asked, to be honest. Um we can do that off off air. Um thank you for watching. Uh is that all for this one um yeah i mentioned the 2 p.m kickoff for the sunday against west ham which is going to be loads of fun for all of our traveling fans going to bristol and ultimately going on the piss after the game even though we've lost five nil um in london lovely day out um and they're insane and right now as well it's not like they're like some low mid table they've been on some form as well um they beat tottenham mate yeah exactly i mean the premier league i know you don't you don't like the Premier League, but it's straight. But Aston Villa beat Arsenal today. Um, I saw the Villa game. I only like I teams I like in the Premier League are Bournemouth because they have our players. Aston Villa. They won three nil. They are on some. They on. They on something right Yeah, back here. Any any goals for Semenya Ball? Neither did Brownhill. Um, and Brentley Burnley as well. I love Burnley because of Josh Brownhill and Vincent Company. I think they're brilliant. I like Sheffield United because of Chris Wilder now. I don't mind Luton. They've got a win as well. They've got a win. Luton should have won against Arsenal, which was complete oh, robbery. Yeah. No, not not because of referees. I felt so bad. I felt so bad. They, they I felt deserve. bad as well. I mean, I did like Luton beforehand, but I'm down all right. <laughs> but Wolves, yeah, then thought, Villa because they're just really good. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah this is brilliant. Um, Premier League actually, for once, is interesting. Mm. Mind blowing, actually. You know. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, thank you very much for. Before we go, like he's he's a cracking keeper, and he's actually like 
performed like, a few times now for Wolves. But now Jose Sarr is, you're never going to drop Jose Sarr when he's fit. Um, but yeah, I just hope it hopefully as well. And Masengo as well. So just, he's, he's just been not playing. He's nowhere. He's just nowhere. I just see his Instagram post of his like French captions or something like one day or day one or something like that. And then he's like training or something. But mean company, I think company rates him, but he's just not good enough for the Prem, I don't think. Um, mm. Anyways, thank you very much for watching. Third, fourth, fifth time I'm trying, trying to try the intro <laughs> and uh, outro and it's just not working. Um, thank you very much for watching or listening to the 1894 podcast. We are here every week after every game, before every game to talk about Bristol City, um, unfortunately, we should have chosen Aston Villa, um, but it is what it is. We can't talk about wins each week. Um, we will, though. We'll be talking about a 10-game winning streak next up when we're second mm. in the league, no doubt. Um, are we 30 points behind Ipswich? Probably are. We'll get there. Um, we probably do get there, to be honest. Um, thank you very much for listening watching wherever you are. Where... Um, yeah, good afternoon, good day, wherever you are, uh, whenever you're watching this. Um, that was a shocking outro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, this has been Annie. Again, shocking outro. Um, thank you for watching, listening. Shocking it all clicked um, up, man. It all clicked um, If thank you, you are yeah. still listening, yeah, sub subscribe, follow us um, on our stuff, and we'll be back after Sunderland at home after six six point week. Um, 10 goals scored, maybe two clean sheets in a row. We're looking at, um, and um, and we'll be we'll see ourselves in sixth place. So, yeah, thing is, knowing us, you said 10 goals, it'll be 10 goals and then three points and then no goals again against Sutton. It'll be 10 and zero. That that 100% the most Bristol City thing to happen. It won't be 5 5, it'll be 10 and then zero. So, we'll get three points over the course of the three weeks. That's the only thing that's going to happen if we score 10 goals in two games. Um, Anyways. So Birmingham Thanks. having a stink, I just also said, yeah, sorry. But yeah, um, I don't know why. Completely know why. random. Just, we were talking oh, about the outfit. Just, 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 just Birmingham having a stinker. What is this? Complete <laughs> unprofessionalism. Sorry, just because having an absolute rotter. Um, well, so, yeah. we should have, you know, there you go. They shouldn't have sacked John Eustace. There mm -hmm. you go. Everyone said it at the time. We're still saying it now. Surprise, surprise. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you for very much for watching, listening, uh, and we'll see you all after Sunderland. Thank you very much. Bye.